Good morning again. How are you guys doing today? You know, they say that beauty is only skin deep, right? You guys are beautiful. But it's got to go deeper than that, don't you think? And that's kind of what we're talking about today, joy. It's got to go deeper than just this outside superficial thing. It's, got, it's something that's way deeper than that. And I think that's what we're going to see as we look at, at the scriptures. Let's open our Bibles, John chapter 15, please, if you will. John chapter 15. Um, we're only going to look at one verse today, but I feel like I'm going to have to, I got my running shoes on today. I got, I got to like sprint because there's so much, but I'm, I'm going to try not to do that. Because if I go too fast, you know how that goes. John chapter 15, though, we looked last week at the love of Jesus, and he said, you know, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Remain in my love. Jesus loves me, this I know. And, and to know the love that Jesus has for us, and he explained it like this, it's like the Father, how the Father loved me, that's how much I loved you. And, and you know, if you think about a love uh, for a father, for his son, and then multiply that by, uh, you know, infinity. That's the kind of love that the father had for his son, Jesus, and then did, that Jesus now has for you and for me. He goes on to say that, that we need to remain or abide in that, but we also need to obey his commands if we want to remain or abide in that. And, and, and what was his command? Can anybody remember? Love one another, love each other. So, so it's this love that kind of keeps going from the Father to the Son to the, to the Son to us and then from us to others. It's, it's this perpetuating of this love. But he said in that verse, he said, remain in my love. I want you to keep that in mind. Today we're going to look at joy. Uh, in this last verse, uh, the last study, we talked about love and he, he said it was his love and and, and uh, we looked a few weeks back in chapter 14 where he talked about peace. So he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. So last week we talked about his love. He said, my love. Uh, in chapter 14, he said, my peace I give you. And today we're going to look at joy. So we know that the, you know, Galatians talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Love, the first three are love, joy, and peace. And so he's kind of hitting all three like, you know, right in a row. But he, he makes it very clear in every instance where the joy comes from. It comes from him. So the question is, what is this joy? Do we, do we have it? And how do we get it? Let's look at verse 11. That's the verse we're going to look at today. Chapter 15, verse 11. Jesus said, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This joy, again, is, is way deeper than just like an outward happiness. Some people have made, you know, distinction between happiness and joy. And, and I think we use the words interchangeably a little bit. But in terms of what the Bible is talking about here, it is certainly something that is deeper. 
Someone defined it like this, the happy state that results from knowing and serving God. There's something about knowing him and serving him that brings us this joy. The, the Greek word uh, means joy or gladness or calm delight. There's something within. Now, if you take your blue letter Bible or whatever Bible program you use and look up joy and rejoicing and rejoice and joyous, over 400 times this subject comes up in the, in the Bible. 400 times. So we're going to look at every one of those 400 times uh, today. And uh, forget about the second service. We'll just let them join in when they can. We, there's no way we could cover it all, right? It's just impossible. So I've, I've just chosen out a few. Some of them are in the songs, and, and we won't, uh, you know, get... To them, and some who will get back to them. But he says, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you or remain in you, dwell in you. What did he just tell them? He said to abide and remain in him, right? It's really all about relationship. Where does the joy come from? It comes from a relationship with Jesus. It's his joy. It comes from him. It's not something you and I, well, I'm just going to, you know, uh, how does that saying go? You know, be happy. Just be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Yeah, that's it. Is it that easy? You know, just, just tell yourself to be happy. That's it is. No, he's saying there's a joy that he has that he wants to give us. He said, my joy, my joy may be in you. It's going to be dwelling within you. One commentator said Jesus wanted his disciples to have his joy. And his joy came from this relationship that he had with his father. So it's really about a relationship with Jesus. It always gets back to that. It seems like I talk about it every week. Why? Because uh, it always gets back to what kind of relationship do we have with Jesus? Do we really know him? I was thinking uh, this morning... Uh, you know, there's a, a very uh, passage that it's, it's, Jesus said, you know, to, to some people, you know, he said, depart from me for I never knew you. There's something about knowing him, truly, truly knowing him that brings this kind of joy that is within us, abiding in him. And that relationship that we have, the love and that simple obedience of, of doing what he asks. So this joy, again, this joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. I've already mentioned Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, talks about it being a, a fruit of the Spirit. And, and so it, it comes from God. Jesus said, my joy I give you, it's a fruit of the Spirit, the joy that comes from the Father to the Son. It's all, you know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, all wrapped up in it. Really, joy comes from this relation, this right relation that we have with God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It comes out of that. Don't try to find it anywhere else. You, you won't find it anywhere else. Not the joy that we're talking about here. Someone said this, joy in the Christian life is in direct proportion as believers walk with the Lord. It's in direct proportion to our walk with the Lord. What is our relationship, our walk with Jesus like? That's the kind of joy that we're going to have. 
Okay. We're going to really move now. Jesus speaking in, in Luke chapter 10, he said this, Do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you. They'd seen Satan falling. You know, they were, the disciples were out and ministering and, and the enemy was being defeated. He said, But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. That's where it starts. Where we become born again and, and we are believers. And the joy comes in the fact that our names are written in heaven. Our names are in the Lamb's book of life. Our, li our lives have been turned around, born again. And it, it goes on to say, at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus didn't just tell us to do stuff that he didn't experience himself. He was full of joy. And how was it? It says, through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. It, it, that's the where you and I are going to find that joy. Romans chapter 15, Paul says this, May the God of hope fill you with what? All joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of what? The Holy Spirit. Again, it gets back to that, this joy, this peace, this hope. It comes through the Holy Spirit as we trust in Him, as we walk with Him. But look how it's described. Peter describes it like this. He says that you're filled. It's something that is inside of us. Filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. I want his love, yes. I want his peace, yes. But I want this joy too as well. Are you going to find it in the world? We sang this, we sang this verse in one of our songs. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's a powerful. I mean, just we could stop there and just talk about that all day, right? Well, how about all morning? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Are you feeling weak? Well, where's the joy? Where's that relationship with Jesus? Where is that walk with him that's going to give us the joy? Nehemiah said, Don't grieve, don't be sad. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's where you and I need to look. It's the joy of the Lord. It's not just joy. It's not just happy. This is one of the things that I think here is really important in terms of this whole concept. Do we seek after joy? Or do we seek after God? Seek God and find joy. You see, there's a big difference, right? Seek after joy or seek after God. You know, I just want joy. i got to have joy. I'm going to seek after joy if I can find joy. But joy comes from God in a relationship with Him. So it, it comes as we seek Him. And then the joy is just like, it's almost like a byproduct of that relationship that we have. Seek after God. I remember I was a very young believer and I wanted all that God had for me. And I wanted the Holy Spirit and the gifts. And I want everything that God had. And I met... I ran into this guy. He might have been an angel. I don't know. I, I ran into this guy in a Christian bookstore, and, he, and, and you know, I was seeking after all these things, these gifts and everything, and he said, you know what? You seek after God and let him give you whatever he wants to give you. And you know what? It changed my whole perspective, and, and I did, and he, just, and he just he blessed me. Seek after God. The Bible says, seek me and you'll find me. In, in Psalm 16, it says this, you will show me the paths of life and in your presence is what? Fullness 
of joy. That's where the, the fullness of joy is. That You can say, well, that's talking about heaven, and that's definitely true. But I think even now, when we experience the presence of God in our lives, and, and we know that we can never get away. He's never going to leave us or forsake us. He's dwelling within us forever. He's not going to abandon us. But I think a lot of times we are just completely unaware of His presence. In your presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy in Him and in, in, in who He is He is and what He has done. There's this joy, this, this deep joy, this gladness, this calm delight. You know, you can read the book of Ecclesiastes. How many of you have read the book of Ecclesiastes? The rest of you should. It's a fascinating read because Solomon, basically, Solomon tried to find the answers in everything that the world had to offer. And you know what? In the end, he found, you know what? It's not there. It's, it's in a relationship with God. He said, fear God and keep his commandments. That's the whole end. That's the, the end of it all. Have a right relationship with him. That's where, that's where the answers come from. We can seek it in all the things of the world, you know what, and, and some of them, you know, they bring about a temporary kind of fix, but it's not, it's not the joy, it's not the joy of the Lord that is our strength. Here's a good formula, many of you have heard of this before, Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. We usually get that backwards, don't we? And then all we have is yoge. And I don't even know what that is, but it isn't all that great, right? If we want joy, we've got to go to Jesus first. That's where it starts. And then thinking about others and putting ourselves last, denying ourselves and, and, and helping and thinking about others. And as we do that, joy comes. As we follow Him and seek after Him and, and serve Him, joy comes. Jesus goes on to say there in uh, verse 11, He says, my, my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Two things there. Number one is this, is that His joy becomes our joy. Notice that? He said, my, bo- my joy may be in you, and then your joy may be complete or full. So his joy becomes our joy. Our joy is, is, is nothing, really. But when, when his joy becomes our joy, then we're, we're in a good place. We're right where we want to be, where we need to be. He goes on to say, you know, that he wants it. To be full or complete. The word means to be filled to the full. It means to be complete. And and I found this verse in in, uh, John chapter 3. John the Baptist, who was like the best man, so to speak. It says, he says he was full of joy, or the best man would be full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. He said, that joy is mine and it is now complete. Do you see what he's saying here? He said there's, there's something, there's some joy that happens, this fullness of joy that comes when he hears the bridegroom's voice. Now, who is the bridegroom? Jesus. In that passage, Jesus is the bridegroom, the church is the bride, and John the Baptist was the friend or the best man. And so he was listening 
listening for the bridegroom's voice. And he says, that joy is mine. I've heard his voice now. And I want to say this to you. There is nothing that is more incredible. Well, there is a lot of things that are incredible. But but hearing the voice of Jesus speaking to your heart. Does he still speak today? Some people would say no. And I say, you're you're wrong. The Bible says that he's alive. He, he, He is speaking today. But when you're going through something, and and you know what, you open the Word, and God uses the Word to kind of like lift that up off of you, and to speak to your heart about a certain situation, there's something about that, you know what? There's something real to that. There's something powerful. And that's when we know that complete joy, that full joy, we get, um, you know, filled up with that. Am I going too fast for you? I'm, I'm going to keep moving. I only got so much time here. What about this? Does joy mean no trials? Yes. No trials. <laughs> some people would tell you that. You listen to some people, they're going, you know, if you're having a trial, it's because you've got no faith. It's all your fault. It might be your fault that you're in a trial, but that's a different story. But it's joy despite and in trials that the Bible talks to us about. We're going to face trials in this world. Jesus promised that in the world you will have tribulation. The word means trials and trouble. You will have it, but be of good cheer. Be courageous, he says, for I have overcome the world. Paul, speaking in prison, he says in, in Philippians 4, which is the book of joy, he says, Rejoice in the Lord. Now, he was in prison. He said, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. He says it twice in that one verse. He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, he says he was encouraged. He said, in all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds. In the trouble. Is that possible? You know, it's been a kind of a difficult for a week for me. I faced a lot of different situations, different conversations, different things uh, with people. Uh, you know, uh, one particular one, uh, you know, person, you know, wanting to end it all and, and feeling suicidal. And, and, you know, all these things, you know, but, but it, in the bottom of it all, in the end, you know, I'm going like, how in the world am I going to talk about joy? Uh, you know, all the stuff I'm facing, the discouragement and, and the doubt and, 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 and even depression. But, I, but, but, but through it all, there was just like this little sense of like bubbling up in the very center of who I am of this joy. Now, it wasn't this like completely all out jumping around and shouting kind of a thing, but, but there was something, despite all the stuff, all the trials and troubles that you and I face in life, there's a, the joy, the joy that can come deep within as we walk with Jesus, as we hang on to him, we hold on to him. James said, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because he uses them, the Lord will use them. How about worship? Anybody like to worship? He says, let us sing for joy, Psalm 95. We sang about it in Psalm 100 this morning. Let us sing for joy. There's something about singing, people. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of times I see people who just don't even bother to sing. You know what? The Bible says sing for joy, and it's an imperative mood. It's an imperative uh, uh, verb. 
He's saying, sing for joy. And sometimes we don't have any joy because we never sing. We got, we got a lot of worldly stuff going on. We got a lot of worldly music maybe, but, but there's nothing there for singing for joy to the Lord. That's a challenge to you. Yes, it is. It's a challenge to me as well. How about the Word of God? Psalm 19 says, The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. When your words came, Jeremiah said, I ate them. They were my joy and heart's delight. Now, he didn't eat the paper, right? He didn't eat the scroll, whatever he had at that time. But, but it's a picture, isn't it, that he took it in. And he says, they were my joy and my heart's delight. You know, you know our relationship, our walk with the Lord is, is, is very connected to, uh, you know, this book and, and staying in the Word and, and seeing what God would say. Some people say, I never hear from God. Well, do you ever open up your Bible? No. You've got to be in the Word. He said, Jeremiah said it. Psalm 19 said it, the psalm writer tells us, there's joy to the heart in the Word of God. How about devotions? Psalm 90, satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. That's the joy of the Lord he's talking about there. But see where it starts? Where does it come from? It comes from this morning time. Now, it doesn't have to be morning. I've talked about that in, in detail. But it's got to be a time where you spend with the Lord and you, you hear about His unfailing love. And He says, that we may then we may sing for joy out of this relationship that we have with Him. I'm, I'm coming to the end there, I promise you. I'm running out of time. How about over those who saved? Jesus said, you know, to have, there's joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. There's something about people being saved and lives being turned around that there is joy over. And so maybe you, you don't have a relationship with God. Well, you know what? When you give your life to Jesus and you turn away from yourself and your sin and to Him, there's, heaven is just filled with joy. It just erupts in heaven. And speaking about heaven, this isn't working. There it is. Joy is our future. This joy is our future. And in this picture in heaven, it says, they hear this, hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. This is in heaven. You know, they're seeing face to face with the, the Lord God Almighty and, and let us rejoice and let us be glad. And this is the joy of the Lord and, and give him glory. Heaven is going to be completely full of glory and joy and gladness. The rest of that verse, I didn't have, to, uh, have space on the screen. It says this, For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. The wedding feast, the wedding supper of the Lamb has come, and that's where the joy was. Two more quick ones for you. 
the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. You know, I have to think about this today with what's going on in the earth today, but the Lord reigns. That's where our joy is going to come from, knowing that, not looking around at, you know, weird stuff. And the last one, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I think one of the primary uh, prophet. this is a prophecy really of the day when Jesus would come and, and, and come into Jerusalem. But you know what? I think it applies to every day for us. It's a brand new day. Maybe today wasn't such a good one. You know, we sing about that, you know, uh, weeping may come for a night, but joy comes in the morning in a brand new day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's find joy. Maybe, maybe the past was all really, really, really bad, but Paul said, you know, put the past behind and, and reach forward to what is ahead. And what the Lord has for us today, I think, is joy. He wants joy for us. I'm, he's not promising everything's going to get better, everything's going to be cool. But he does promise joy. Let's pray together, shall we? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, and it's powerful, it's living, it's active, and, and I, I think it's a challenge, these words, this subject, over 400 times in your word, Lord, you'd speak about joy and rejoicing and, and joyous and, and all these different aspects of joy, and, and yet we sometimes, we are so bereft, we have none. Because we're not really walking with you. We're not really talking with you. We, we, we don't have it because we're not in connection with you and who you are. So, Lord, we come. We seek your face. You are the God of joy. We seek you. And uh, just as you are love, we seek you. We have love. We seek you. We have joy as well. We find joy. The joy of a relationship with you, the joy that, that, that we belong to you, that, that our names are written in your book, that, that we have eternal life and that you are faithful and that you will never leave us or forsake us, that the joy that, that it's all things working together for good brings us joy. Not the fleeting happiness, the skin deep happiness of the world but the joy that comes up from deep within we seek your face Lord Father I pray too for any that are really struggling right now you have no idea maybe what we're talking about here today Lord I pray your hand upon them your Holy Spirit upon them, that through the Holy Spirit you would give them that joy and, and show them what it really is today, beginning right now. Maybe there's some things you need to just let go of and, and seek God's face. Put it aside and seek after Him. Maybe there's some here that have never opened your heart and life to Jesus. You don't 
have a relationship with him at all, well, today's a good day. Today is the day the Lord has made. Maybe it's the day you can open your heart and life and let Jesus in. Be your Lord, be your Savior. You'll find love, you'll find peace, and you'll find joy as well. Simply pray. and You can pray with me right now and say, Jesus, I, I ask you in. Please come in. Save me. I want all those things and forgive me. And I look to the cross. I look to the empty tomb, the resurrection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's all stand and sing together, shall we?